Moses. Speak you with us, we will hear. Let not God speak to us unless we die. So we, you know, this is, this is, I'm going to tell you something really funny. You want something funny? Yes. Yes. I wish I kept my paperwork from what I did tonight for the message. Because in the message, what it brought to my mind, must I listen, was that exact verse. Hmm. And I wrote in there, the Jews and slash Moses. Or the Jews telling Moses to go talk to God and come back to talk to them. So that they could tell, you know, tell Moses what well, we... You know, we, we, there's no doubt that you probably brought us the truth, but we don't have to listen because we didn't actually hear from God, right? So I, I, that, that verse was, you know, heavy on my heart. So I wrote it down when I got to it. He kept just to scratch it out. And there it is in the first, first verse right here in, in Exodus 2019. So that's kind of funny. So we do not consciously disobey God. We simply do not heed him. God has given us his commands. There they are. We do not pay any attention to them. Not because of a willful disobedience. Because we do not love and respect him. Ouch! It's not because we want to be you know, mean about it or rotten about it. We just don't love and respect him. Because we love and respect him, we do what he said. If you love me, though, God says, you will keep my commandments. And once we realize that we have been disrespecting God all the time, we are covered with shame and humiliation because we have not heeded him. So speak with us. Well, let not God speak with us. We show how little we love God by preferring to listen to his servants only. We like to listen to personal testimonies. But we do not desire that God himself would speak to us. Why are you so terrified? Lest God should speak to us. What about God speaking to you got you so freaked out, right? Yeah. Because we know that if God does speak, either the thing must be done or we must tell God that we're just not going to obey him. So we like living in ambiguity. Not really knowing for sure, so we always have that. Well, I didn't know for sure, which we like to use as an excuse. And God goes, the hell you don't. It is only the servant's voice that we hear. We feel that it's not imperative. We can say, well, that is simply your own idea, though I don't deny it's probably God's truth, which has been one of the biggest problems here in this church. Mm-hmm. Am I putting God in the humiliating position of having treated me as a child of his while all the while I've been ignoring him? Taking care of me, blessing me, and all the while I've not been paying attention? So then he has to take the mercy away, the coping skills away, so you have to realize just how badly you were depending upon him? How you were using him to get out of jail free all the time? And all of a sudden now you're in jail and you're like, uh-oh, can't get out. Hmm. Do you pay the very last part of this message, right? <clears throat> When I do hear him, the humiliation I have put on him comes back on me. All the shame and the guilt, the things that I've done, and made them all, put them all on him. Now they all come back on me, and I realize just how bad I feel about not being right with him. When I do hear him, the humiliation comes back on me. So why was I so dull and so obstinate? This is always the result when once we do hear God. Once we actually do hear him, we realize how foolish we've been. The real delight of hearing him is tempered with a shame in having been so long in not hearing him. Having to deal with the fact that, yes, uh, it, it, you know, Miss Mandy was talking about on, on Sunday and then even more today, but she goes, how foolish it is. And I, he was telling me very clearly what was going on. And I, you know, you were saying, do this, do that. And I was being rebellious by deciding whether I want to listen to what you had to say or not. And that's the challenge we face, right? Yes. Romans 2, verse 1. <coughs> you are therefore inexcusable, O man, whoever you that judges for wherein you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you that judges, do the same things. But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to the truth. Against them that commit such things. We know without a doubt that God would say, that's the wrong thing to do, all the while we're sneaking over here doing it ourselves too. Yeah. And think you this old man that judges them that does such things and end up does the exact same thing? That you shall escape the judgment of God? You think so? another just because you saw it and you're helping God by helping his people get right and you're still doing the same thing, you don't think you're going to face his judgment? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, the forbearance? Long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God is going to lead you to repentance. But after the hardness and the impenitent heart, treasures up itself, 
wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. We somehow get stiff-necked, hard-hearted. We don't have to listen to the word of God. Who will render every man according to his deeds? To them who by patient continuance in well-doing are seeking for glory and honor and immortality and eternal life. But to them that are contentious, always trying to cause a problem. And do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, righteousness, indignation, and wrath. So tribulation and anguish upon every man, every soul that does evil, of the Jew and also the Gentile. But glory and honor and peace to every man that does good, also to the Jew and to the Gentile. For God is not a respecter of persons. He's saying, do what I told you to do and you'll be just fine. You don't do what I tell you to do? Good luck. <laughs> Five, twelve. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death entered by that sin, so death passed upon all men for all, for that all have actually sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but imputed it not when there was no law. So nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sin in the same similarity of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him who was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For through the offense of one may be dead much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, which is by one, Christ. Grace is now abounded unto many. And not as it was by one man that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses and the justification. No matter what you did, the free gift is going to set you free. Any mm -hmm. and all of you. Mm -hmm. For one man's offense, death reigned by one much more. They which received the abundance of grace, the gift of righteousness, shall reign in life by one in Christ. So therefore, as the offense of one, judgment came upon all men, condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men, under justification of life. Whereas by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered, that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin has reigned into death, even so might grace reign through the righteousness into eternal life by Christ Jesus our Lord. So what should we say then? Should we continue to sin and somehow or another God's grace, divine influence has to keep abounding and making a way where there is no way? Mm -mm. God forbid, how should we that are dead to sin live any longer in the, in, in the sinful nature? No, you're not the swimming as they were baptized into Christ. We're baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also could be walking in the newness of life. For if we had been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, their old man is crucified with it, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth from now on we would not serve sin. Amen. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more, death has no more dominion over him. But that he died, he died from sin once. But now that he's living and he lives, he lives unto God. So likewise, reckon yourselves to be a de dead indeed to sin, but alive to God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you would obey it and any of the lusts that it has. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness and to sin, but yield yourselves to God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. Amen. So what shall we say then? Shall we sin because we're not under the law but under grace? So we continue our bad behavior so God's grace can continue to make a way to get out? I'm not really sure how you thought grace was going to work for you. You're sinning. That's okay. No, you're not. Then whom you yield yourself service to obey, his service to are you too whom you obey. Whether it's to sin and to death, so if you're still sinning, it's to death. There's no grace going to help you. But, uh, but if you're obedient, it's unto righteousness. But God be thanked, you were servants of sin, but now you've obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you. Being made that free from sin, you became servants of righteousness. So I'm going to speak after the matter of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members, servants, to uncleanness, to iniquity, and to iniquity, now 
Even so now yield your members as servants to righteousness unto holiness. Mm -hmm. For when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. Mm -hmm. What fruit you had in those things, whereof you are now ashamed, for the end of those things is and was and always will be death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto that holiness, and the end of that is everlasting life for you. Mm -hmm. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 10, 14. <clears throat> how then shall they call upon him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher preaching to them? How shall they preach except they be sent as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel? And bring glad tidings of good things. They are not all who obey the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? For then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, truly, for the sound went out to all the earth, their words to the ends of the earth. But I say, did not Israel know? First Moses said, I will provoke you to jealousy by them that are no people. And by a foolish nation, I will anger you and try to turn you around. But Isaiah is very bold and says, I was found of them that sought me not. I was made manifest or obvious unto them that asked not after me. But to Israel, he says, all day long I have stretched forth my hands to a disobedient and gainsaying people, and you wouldn't receive it. Mm. 11. 1. I say then, has God cast away his people? God forbid. For I also am an Israelite, the seed of Abraham of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not yet cast away his people that he foreknew. What you know not that what scripture says by Elijah, how he makes intercession to God against Israel, saying, Lord, they have killed thy prophets, dig down your altars, and I am left alone, and they seek my life. What says the answer of God to him? What did God say in return? I have preserved to myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal. Even so, then in his present time also there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace there is no more of works, otherwise grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace, otherwise work is no more work. What then? Israel has not obtained that which he seeks for, but the election has obtained it. And the rest were blinded. According to his written, God has given them a spirit of slumber, Eyes they should not see, ears that they should not hear to this day. And David said, Let their table be made a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a recompense or reward unto them. Let their eyes be darkened that they may not see, and bow down their back always. Ouch. So I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid. But rather through their Fall, salvation is now coming to the Gentiles. To rope them into jealousy, to rope Israel into jealousy. Now, if the fall of them be the riches of the world, the diminishing of them be the riches of the Gentiles, how much more for their fullness? For I speak unto you as Gentiles, insomuch as I am an apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify my office. If by any means I may provoke emulation unto them which are of my flesh, and might save some of them. I might want them to emulate what the Jews are doing, try to get right and get alongside it too. If any means I'm going to provoke them to emulation. For if the casting away of them be the corrected son of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? For if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. If the root be holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches be broken off, and you, being a wild olive tree, are grabbed in among them, and with them become partakers of the root and the fatness of the olive tree, Boast not against the branches. But if you boast, you bear not the root, but the root bears you. You will say then, the branches were broken off and I might be grafted in. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. And you stand by your faith. So don't be high-minded, but be reverent. For if God spared not the natural branches, you need to take heed lest he also not spare you. Behold, therefore, the goodness and the severity of God on them which fell. Severity, but towards thee, goodness. If you continue in this goodness, otherwise you shall also be cut off. 
and they also, if they abide not still in unbelief, they should be grafted back in. For God is able to graft them in again. If you were cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature, were grafted contrary to nature into a good olive tree, how much more shall these, which were the natural branches, be grafted back into their own olive tree? How will God not then restore each and every one of them? Amen. So, he can do it. Amen. Perfectly hopefully you know that he can, to get out the way. First Corinthians 2. Nine. It is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered the heart of the man of God, things which God had prepared for them and love him. And God has revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yes, even the deep things of God. For what does a man know? For what man knows the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. So now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us of God. Amen. Which things also we speak, not words which man's wisdom teaches, but that which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. But the natural man receives not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. He that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord that we might now instruct him? But we, you and I, have the mind of Christ so that we can know what to do. Mm-hmm. 3.9 For we are laborers together. Laborers together with God. For you are God's husbandry. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and no other foundation. Excuse me, and another's going to lay it, build upon that foundation. But let every man take heed how he builds thereupon. For there is no other foundation that a man can lay than that which is already laid, which is Christ. Now, if a man build upon this foundation with gold and silver and precious stones, hay, wood, and stubble, Every man's work shall be made obvious for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire and fire shall try every man's work to see what sort it really is. If a man's work abides but he has not built there upon it, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work be burned, he shall suffer a loss but he himself shall actually be, shall be saved yet, yet, even yet so by this fire. Amen. 10.1 Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all of our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea. They're all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat. And all did drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock which had followed them. That rock is Christ. With what many of them God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were for our examples, to inherit what we should not lust after the will of things as they also have have lusted. So be you therefore idolaters, neither be idolaters, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. So neither be, let us commit fornication, as some of them committed, and fell in the day 23,000. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them did, and also tempted and were destroyed of the serpents. Neither murmur you as some of them did, and also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now all of these things happen unto them for examples. That they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore let him that thinks he stands take heed, lest he fall. Let there be no man, no temptation common to man, but, it's cut. but God who is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted that above which you are able. But that temptation will also make a way for you to escape, that you may be able to bear it. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise men, judge what I say. I'm going to try to talk to those of you that know better. And I'm going to pray that you're going to get what I'm saying. 2 Corinthians 2.12 Furthermore, 
When I came to Troas to preach Christ's gospel, a door was opened to me of the, uh, of the Lord. I had no rest in my spirit because I found not Titus, my brother, but taking my leave of them, I went from thence to Macedonia. Now thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and make manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. If we are unto God a sweet smell of savor in Christ, in them that are saved and in the, them that perish, to the one we're the savor of death and the death, the other savor of life and the life. And who, is in, who is sufficient for these things? We are not as many which corrupt the word of God, but as sincerity, but as of God, the sight of God, we speak in Christ. Yeah. Four eight. <laughs> We've been troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We've been perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, yet not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about the body of the dying of the Lord Jesus. The life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake. The life also of Jesus might be manifest in our mortal flesh. So that death works in us the life in you. We have the same spirit of faith as it is, according as it is written, I believe and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore we're going to speak. Knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are in fact for your sakes. That the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man is perishing, our inward man is being renewed day by day. For the slight affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. For while we look not at things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are brief and fleeting and temporary. The things which are not seen are, in fact, everlasting and eternal. Amen. Five eleven. So knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we're going to persuade men. We are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. For we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you an occasion to glory on our behalf, that as you may have some what to answer them, it's glory in appearance, but not in heart. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God, whether we be sober, it is for your cause. For the love of Christ is going to constrain us. Keep us on track. Because we thus, thus judge. That if one died for all, that all are in fact dead. That he that died for all, that they might which live, should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him who died for them and rose again. So wherefore, henceforth, though you know man of the flesh, yes. Though we have known Christ of the flesh, now we know him no, no longer under the flesh, because... He's blown us away with who he's become. 5.11. Red, I'm sorry. 6.1. We then, as workers, together with him, beg you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. For he says, I have heard you in a time accepted, the day of salvation, I've secured thee. Behold, now is that accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. 10.3. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not going to war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in that a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is finally fulfilled. Galatians 3. Verse 1. Oh, foolish people, who has bewitched you, you should not obey the truth? Before whose, whose eyes was Christ evidently set forth crucified among you? This only what I learned of you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law, by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, that now you're going to be made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if need be in vain? He therefore that ministers to you the Spirit works miracles among you. Does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? So 
even as Abraham believed God, it was counted to him for righteousness. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham? The scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel and Abraham, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. So then, they which be of the faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law under the, under the curse, for it is written, Curses everyone that continues not in all the things which he's written in the book of the law to do them. But that no man is justified by the law of the sight of God, it is evident for the just are going to live by faith. And the law is not faith, but the man that does them shall live in them. So Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, written curses everyone that hangs upon a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Christ, that we might receive the promises of the Spirit through this faith. Amen. Galatians 5, 1. Stand fast, therefore, the liberty where Christ has made us free. Be not entangled again with yokes of bondage. Behold, I, Paul, say to you that if you be circumcised, Christ shall promise you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. So Christ has become of no effect to do whosoever of you are justified in the law that you have fallen from grace. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by our faith. For this, Christ Jesus, neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which works by love. So who did you did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Your persuasion came not of him that calls you. And a little leaven is going to leaven the whole lump. I have confidence in you through the Lord, though, that you will be none otherwise minded. But he that troubles you shall bear his judgment, whoever that might be. And brethren, I, if I yet preach circumcision, why do I suffer? Persecution, that is the offense of the cross ceased. I would that you were even cut off which trouble you. For brethren, you have been called into liberty, not to use that liberty for an occasion of your flesh, but by the love of God serve one another. Yeah. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, that you shall love thy neighbor as thyself. But if you bite and you devour one another, take heed lest you be consumed of all this of one another. Ephesians 1 3. Blessed be God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him in love, having predestined us to the adoption of children by Christ, to himself according to the good pleasure, again, of his own will, to the praise and glory of his grace, when he has made us acceptable in the beloved, in whom we have had redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace wherein he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed again in himself. Mm. That in the dispensation of the fullness of time, we might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven, which are in earth, but more importantly, all of those within him. Mm. And whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. Mm. That we should be kind of praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, whom you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the glorious gospel, yeah. your salvation, mm-hmm. whom after you believed you received that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of that purchased possession and the praise of his glory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To one. And you, he quickened. You who are dead in trespasses and sins, where in times past you walked according to the promise of this world, according to the powers and the prince of the air, the spirit that now works in all of the children of disobedience, among whom we also had our conduct in times past, walking in our lusts of our flesh, filling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, 
For his great love with he loved us, even when we were mm. dead in sins, he quickened us together in Christ. Mm. It's because we were saved by grace. Yeah. And has raised us up together and made us set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That the ages to come he might show his exceeding riches of his grace, his kindness towards us through the Lord Jesus. For by grace you were saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus under good works, which God has before a day that we should live in them. Or 17. This I say, therefore, and I testify the Lord that from now on, walk none of those other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having an understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you've not so learned Christ, if that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. Amen. The Jew put off concerning the former conduct, the old man, which, which is corrupt according to his deceitful lust. But you be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you might put on that new man which after God has recreated in righteousness and true holiness. 5.1 Be you therefore followers of Christ and of God as dear children. Walk in love as Christ does, has also loved us, has given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for all the sweet-smelling savor. But fornication, uncleanness, Covetousness, let it not even be named once among you, as it does not become you of saints. Neither filthiness or foolish talking, nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather of giving thanks. Hmm. This we know that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an elder has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ of God. So let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things comes the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. So you, be not therefore partakers with them. For you were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. So walk as the children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what's acceptable unto the Lord. But you would have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather you reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done to them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever does make manifest is the light. Therefore he says, Awake you that sleep, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you this light. Amen. See that he walks circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, where is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns, spiritual songs, singing, and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Philippians 4 4. Rejoice, the Lord, always, and again I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men, because the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Yes. Those things that you've heard and seen both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. The God of love, the God of peace shall be with you.
Colossians 1 9. For this cause we also since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, desire that you be filled with all the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you might walk worthy of the Lord and do all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his good, his glorious power, and all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. Greed, giving thanks to the Father, which has made us ready to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his Son, yeah. in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of our sins. Amen. 21, 121. And you, you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by the wicked works that you had, Yet now he's going to reconcile you too. Mm-hmm. If the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight, mm-hmm. if you continue in the faith grounded, settled, be not moved away from the hope of righteousness, the hope of God, gospel, which you have heard, which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, and aware of all these things, I, Paul, I'm made a minister. Mm-hmm. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and Fill up that which is behind the afflictions of Christ and my death. Hmm. For his body, which is the church. Where I have made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God for all of you. Right? Even the mystery of which has been hidden for the ages. From generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, and to whom God, who would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ. Whereto I also labor, striving according to his working, and by the way, that works mightily in me. Amen. 3 1. If then you be risen with Christ, seek the things that are above, which Christ sets on the right hand of God. Set your affection on these things from above, not on the things of the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then you shall appear with him in glory. So mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil, concupiscence, covetousness, which is idolatry. Which things sake the wrath of God has come upon the children of, dis- uh, of disobedience. In the which you also walked sometimes when you lived in them. But now, you also put off all of these things. Anger and wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Do this and lie not to one another, seeing that you have put off that old man and all the old man's deeds. And you put on the new man, which is renewed to the knowledge after the image of him that, cre- that created him. Well, there's neither Greek nor Jews, circumcision or uncircumcision, barbarian, city, bond or free, but Christ is all in all. So put on, therefore, as the elect of God, Holy and blood, vows of mercies, kindness, wholeness of mind, meekness, and long suffering. Forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, also do you forgive. Above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you've been called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do, whether it's in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. First Thessalonians 2.13 For this cause, we are also going to thank God without ceasing. Because when you, when you received the word of God, which you've heard of us, you received it not in the word of men, but as it was actually in the truth, the word of God, which effectively works also in you that believe. So you received it as the word of God. Second Thessalonians 1 2. Grace to you, peace from God our Father, Lord Jesus Christ. We're bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is necessary, because your faith grows exceedingly, and the charity of every one of you is towards one another's beginning to abound. So that we ourselves glory in you, the churches of God, 
for your patience and your faith in all of the things that you're going through, the persecutions, tribulations that you're enduring, which is the manifest over the righteous judgment of God that you may be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for the things which you suffered. Seeing it's a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation of those who have troubled you. And to you who were troubled, rest with us. The Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels in a flaming fire taking vengeance not vengeance on them that know not God and that those that did not obey the gospel of the Lord Jesus who shall then be punished with an everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power when he shall come to be glorified and saved to be admired of all of them that believe because our testimony was actually believed that day wherefore also we pray always for you that your God or our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all of the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with his power. That the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you and all of him. According to peace and the grace of our God and our Lord and Savior Jesus. Three one. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. We may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful and who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have this confidence, confidence of the Lord touching you, that you both do and will do the things which we command you. That the Lord may direct your hearts into the love of God and the patient waiting for Christ. For now we commend you command you, brethren, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourselves from every brother that walks disorderly, not after the traditions which you have, which has been received of us. For yourselves know how you ought to follow us, for we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. So neither did we eat any man's bread for nothing, but wrought it with all labor and travail night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you. Not that we might have not have power, but to make ourselves an example to you and follow us even when we were with you, we commanded you this, that if any of you would work, not work, neither should you eat. For we hear that there are some among you that walk disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Out of them, which are such, we command and exhort by the Lord Jesus that with quietness they work and they eat their own bread. But you, brethren, be not well and weary in well-doing. For any man... Obey not our word by this epistle. Note that man, have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as the enemy, but admonish him as a brother. First Timothy 3, 1-3. I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus when I went to Macedonia, that you might charge them that they would teach no other doctrine. Neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies which would render minister questions rather than godly edifying which is in faith. These things so do. Now the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart and it's a good conscience and pure faith. An unfeigned life. From which also, having some swerved, turned aside from the vain jangling, desired to be teachers of law, understood neither what they were saying nor whereof they would affirm. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. Knowing this, the law is not made for the righteous man, but for the lawless and the disobedient, for the ungodly, for the sinners, for the unholy, the profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers, for manslayers. So be you therefore whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which is committed into my trust. Hmm. 4.12 Let no man despise your youth, but you be an example of the believers, the words, Conversation of conduct and charity, spirit, faith, purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. <laughs> Neglect not that gift that is in thee, which is 
given to you by the prophet say, and by the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them. That your prophet may appear to all men. Take heed unto yourselves, though, that unto a doctor wherein you in them. For in doing this you shall both save yourself and from them that hear thee. Second Timothy 1 8. Be you therefore not ashamed of the, God, the testimony of the Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be a partaker, a partner of this afflictions of the gospel according to the good power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and his own grace, which which were given to us in Christ before the world began. This is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to Life to a life through the gospel. Mm -hmm. For this, which it caused, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not shameful. I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him to, until that day. Hold fast the form of sound doctrine which you have heard of me, in faith and love which is in Christ. fast in the form of sound words which you have heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus that good thing which was committed unto you keep it by the Holy Ghost which dwells in us and this we know all they which are in Asia be turned away from me of whom Philegius and Hermogenes the Lord gave you mercy to the house of the mistress where he often refreshed me was not ashamed of my chains when he was brought when he was in Rome he sought me out very diligently and found me the Lord is going to grant it to him and he may find mercy of the Lord in that day, and that how many things he ministered unto me. And Ephesus, you know well. This light, I don't know why it is. It's blurring everything on his page. I don't know what it is. It's a different light. I don't know if it's not as bright or what it is. It's just not as clear. See, now I can see 14. I saw it. didn't see 14 in there. Second okay. Timothy 2.1. You therefore, my son, be strong in the graces in Christ Jesus. Things that you've heard me among many witnesses, the same commit you to faithful men. Who should be able to teach others also? You, therefore, endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ, that no man that wars and take himself with the affairs of his life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. If, any, if a man also strive for masteries, yet he's not crowned, except he strive lawfully, or by the rules. The husband that labors must be a first partaker of his fruit. Consider what I say the Lord is going to give you understanding in this and all things. Titus 3 1. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities, powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good word and every good work. To speak evil of no man, to be not brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy and hateful and hating one another. But after the, the kindness and the love of God, our Savior towards man, appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing, regeneration, and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed upon us abundantly through Christ Jesus, our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. These things are a faithful saying, and these things that I would have you constantly affirm, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works, these things are good and are profitable to all men. But avoid foolish questions and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and selfish or vain. A man that's a heretic after the first and second admission, admonition, reject him, knowing that he which is such is subverted and sins, being condemned of his own self. Hmm. Hebrews 2.1 There we have to give the more earnest heed to the things which we've heard lest at any time we should let him slip and fall down. Yeah. For if the word spoken by Andrew was steadfast, every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense and reward, how shall we escape yeah. if somehow we neglect such a great salvation which first began to be spoken of by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? Mm -hmm. 
So God also bringing them with us both by signs and wonders and with diverse miracles and the gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. How should we mess that up if we're not careful? Yeah. Hebrews 3, 7. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost says, today if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation of the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, saw my works for 40 years. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, they do always err in their heart. They have not known my way. So I swear in my wrath they shall not enter my rest. So take heed, brethren, lest there be in you any form of evil heart of unbelief departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it's called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are the made partakers or partners of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence all the way steadfast to the end. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in that provocation. Hebrews 4.1 Let us therefore fear lest the promise of being left us entering into the rest any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us the gospel was preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into the rest as he said as I have sworn in my wrath if they shall enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spoke in a certain place of the seventh day of this wife, and God did rest on the seventh day from all of his works, and this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. 5.1 For every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for them. For we have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way, for that he himself also is compassed with infirmity. By reason thereof he, he ought, for as other people, so also for himself, to offer for sins. And no man takes this honor in himself, but only him that is called of God, as was Aaron. So also Christ glorified not himself to be made a high priest, but he said unto him, Thou art my son, today I have begotten thee. So as he had said also in another place, You are a priest after the order of Melchizedek, who in the days of his flesh when he had offered up prayers and supplications and strong crying and tears, on him that was able to save him from death, he was actually heard, and that in fact he had a reverence and fear. Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation to all of them that obey. So, called of God, a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. It's what it is. James 119. Hears and endures of the word. Mm-hmm. One thing must I listen. Yeah, here, then will you actually do it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, therefore, my beloved brethren, every, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man works not the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. But be you doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his natural face in the glass. He beholds himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what he looked like. Whoso looks at the perfect law of liberty and continues therein, he is not just a, not, not a forgetful hearer, but also he is a doer of the word, and this man shall be blessed in his deeds. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridles on his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this man will have his religion and it will be in vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit the fatherless, the widows in their affliction, to keep them, keep them all unspotted from this world. First Peter 2.1 Wherefore, laying aside all malice and guile, hypocrisies, envies, <clears throat> all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, you may grow thereby, if so be you have fat, tasted that the Lord is gracious, mm-hmm. to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, and have chosen of God and precious. So you also as living stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable unto God by Christ. Therefore also it is contained 
In the scripture, behold, I lay inside a chief cornerstone, a cornerstone that's elect and precious. He that believes on him shall not be confounded. So unto you, therefore, which believes he is precious, but unto them which is being disobedient, the stone which the, stone, the builder is disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. A stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto they are also appointed to stumble at the word. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, peculiar people, that you should show for the praises of him who has showed, called you, I'm sorry, out of the darkness and his marvelous light. Amen. Which in time past you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Which not had not obtained mercy, but now you've obtained mercy because you use it for the right reason. Amen. So, dearly beloved, I'm going to beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from the flesh of the lust which war against the soul, having your conduct honest among the Gentiles. That is where they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they have, behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. 3.8. Finally, not quite. <laughs> be all one mind, having compassion for one another. Love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous. Not rendering evil for evil, or rendering for rendering. Contrary wise blessing, knowing that we are there to call, that you should then inherit blessing too. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips, they would speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let them seek peace and ensue it. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them to do the evil. Who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? But if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be, be troubled. But sanctify or set the Lord God apart in your hearts. Be ready always to give an answer to every man that seeks you for reason of this hope that's in you with the meekness of fear. Having a good conscience that, whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conduct in Christ. For it is better, for will of God be so, that you suffer for well-doing than you would suffer for evil-doing. For Christ also has once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust. He might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, for by which he also went and preached unto all of the spirits in prison. 4-7. The end of all things at hand. So you be therefore sober. Watch into prayer. Above all these things, have a passionate charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover a multitude of sins. Use hospitality to one another without grudging. As every man has received the gift, even so he should minister that same one to another. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak. As the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it with the ability which God gives, that God in all things may be glorified through Christ Jesus, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever, and let that be so. Second Peter 1 16. We have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and the coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father the glory and the honor. When there came such a voice of him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice came from the heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. We have a more sure word of prophecy whereby we do dwell do well that we would take heed as in the light that now shines in a dark place until that day dawns and the day star arrives in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of a private interpretation. For the prophecy came not of an old of time by will of man, but holy men of God which spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. First John 1, 1. That which is from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with your eyes, 
which we've looked upon and our hands have actually handled the word of life. For the life was manifested and we have seen it. And we do bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare unto you that you may also have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus. And these things we write unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we've heard of Him. We declare this message unto you, that God is light and there is no darkness at all. If you and I say, though, we have no have fellowship with Him, we walk in darkness, we're liars to the truth that is in us. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus will then cleanse us from all of our sin. For if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves the truth once again. It's not in us. But if we confess our sins, He is faithful to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. We say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and His word once again is not in us. So my little children, these things I write unto you, that you would sin not. And if perhaps you sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Christ Jesus the righteous. For he is the replacement of our sins, not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Here we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. And he that says, I know him and keeps not his commandments, is again a liar. There's no truth in him. But whoso keeps his word, him truly is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we are in him. He that says he abides in him, I himself walk, even as Christ walks. So brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment, which you had from the beginning. The old commandment, which is the word of which you have heard from the beginning. And a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past and the true light now shines. He that says he's in the light and hates his brother still in the darkness, even until now. But he that loves his brother abides in the light. And there is no occasion of stumbling in him. But he that has hated his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and knows not whether he goes, whereas the darkness has, has blinded his eyes. So I'm going to write you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for this, his namesake. Write you, Father, because you have known him, that is from the beginning, and write you, young man, because you've overcome the wicked one. And I write you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome that wicked one. 24. So let that therefore abide in you, which you've heard from the beginning. If that which you've heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he has promised you even eternal life. These things I've written unto you concerning them that try to seduce you. But the anointing which you have received of him abides in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but the same anointing teach you of all things, and it's the truth. And it is no lie. And even as it has taught you, you shall abide in him. So now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he that is righteous, you know that everyone that does righteousness is in fact then born of God. Hold what manner of the love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons, children of God. Therefore the world knows it not, because it knew him not. Be beloved now though we are the sons and children of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall be appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope within himself purifies himself, even as Christ is pure. Mm -hmm. 318. So my little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but let us love deed and truth. Hereby we know that we are of the truth, and that shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemns God is greater than our heart and knows all things, the beloved of our heart condemns not that we have confidence towards our God. And we know that whatsoever we ask we receive of him because we keep his commandments and those do the things that are pleasing in his sight. This is his commandment. That we should believe in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us this commandment. And he that keeps the commandment dwells in him, and he also dwells in you. Hereby we know that he abides in us. Why? Because the Spirit which he's given to us. By one. Whosoever believes in Jesus 
is the Christ born of God, and everyone that loves him, that's begotten, loves him also, that's begotten of him. For this we know that we love the children of God, and whom we love and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. But whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is that victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? He that believes that Jesus is in fact the Son of God. Verse 9. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is much greater. For this is the witness of God that we have testified of in His Son. He that believes in the Son of God has a witness in Himself. He that believes not God has made Him a liar because he believes not the record that God gave His Son. So this is the record that God has given to us eternal life and this life is in His Son. He that has the Son, has life, and he that has not the Son, has not life. These things I've written to you, though, that you might believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know you have eternal life, that you may believe on the name of the Son. This is the confidence that we've had in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he's going to hear us. We know that if he hears us whatsoever we ask, we also know that we have the petitions we desire of him. We know that whosoever is born of God sins not. But he that is begotten of God keeps himself, and that wicked one can't touch him. We know the, that we are of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. We know the Son of God is come and has given to us an understanding. That understanding has helped us know that him, that him that is true, and that we are in him that is true, even his Son, which is Jesus. This is the true God. This is eternal life. So little children, as best you can, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. Let that be your answer. Father, we come before you tonight and say thank you, Lord, for this time. Ask Lord God your spirit to continue to move and mold and shape each and every one of us. To your glory, to your honor, to your praise. We thank you, Father, for this time we can spend together. Ask that your spirit of Lord just peace and rest settle upon us. That each and every one of us here, Lord God, might be able to see you glorified, more important, Lord God, be glorified with you. We pray all these things now in the precious, precious, precious name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen. amen.